Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Club Pro Chatter, season number four, episode number eight. Greg Snow coming to you live from the Olivia Golf Club, along with Scott McDonald, who's coming to you live from his lake home up in Alexandria, I believe. Is that correct, Scotty Mick? The home office, we like to call it. Are you downstairs? I knew you were doing some remodeling, and it looks like some nice sheetrock behind you. The the basement is not finished yet. Uh, We're getting there. So I need to talk to Tony Janu about getting out there and getting stuff done. The painting is all done. We're waiting on flooring, carpet and flooring. And he doesn't do that? Nope. He just does painting. All right. Well, it's it's good to see that's coming along with all the things that you had going on. Um, Scott, episode eight. I know this wasn't as frequent as we really wanted to. Uh, life got in the way. I mean, you totally screwed up even today. Um, but we got we got to this moment finally. So uh, talk us through uh, season number four, Scott, and uh, some of the highlights of your life and some of those things before we get into apologies. Well, I'm surprised that we're at eight, given how infrequent it's been the last couple of months. I think the last time we talked was right after the section championship was end of August. Here we are, end of October. September was a busy month, uh, but uh, yeah, I think... The whole year, uh, I mean, season four this year, you can attest as an operator, golf's been never been busier, maybe in your career. Uh, Numbers are up across the board, uh, revenue and golf rounds. And, and yeah, it's, I think it's been a great year. You know, last year there was all the uncertainty with COVID this year. it, It really didn't stop us at, at all. We didn't have any of the calls where two riders in a cart and everything. So, this year was uh, was a roaring success for golf. I think it's just a, a great, great time for the sport. I, I mean, maybe, the, not maybe, the best time in the sport since Tiger came on the scene. So better for golf, Scott, Tiger Woods or global pandemic? Uh, global pandemic, I think. Oh. oh, isn't that interesting? I think it's, uh, it's, uh, it, it, the, It's crazy that you're comparing, you know, when you think about it, one person to a global issue, right? So it's, uh, it's, I think this is going to sustain a lot of people thought that last year was just a flash in the pan, especially up here. We got blessed with an early spring, a great fall and very little rain. So the golf courses were in great shape. We had no weather days. It was just an, I mean, maybe a one in a hundred year for weather with all of those things. So just great for us and just the country. I think golf is golf is roaring. I know we attributed uh, at the Olivia golf club to um, the, our success, to the fact that we didn't have any rainouts. We had no days. We had no tournaments that it was like, Oh, we'll have to find a makeup date, you know, because on those tournaments, it's hard to play with an inch and a half rain. You know, nobody wants to be out there. They paid 75 bucks or a hundred or whatever it was. And it's like, you just got to find a, another date and then you lose all the revenue of that date. Plus you lose for us a Saturday down the road. And that just didn't happen this year. We didn't have to reschedule anything. So, okay. That's fair on your part that I should not compare tiger to a global pandemic, but of course, everybody knows I was always a proponent that golf doesn't need tiger woods. We're lucky to have them. And I think we're going to have them again. I think, um, you know, I think Phil's put a little energy into the senior tour and I think if Tiger will embrace it, he'll put some energy into that too. And now your portfolio is spread out because look at the Ryder Cup, Scott. Um, I think the Ryder Cup was after our last one, but there, there was plenty of fans, plenty of corporate support, 
People are ready to embrace these people as much as we hate Bryson. Some of us, he was good for the good for the event. He's good for USA golf. Um, being a little bit of a um, a villain is always a good thing, and and I think that's partly why those who love Tiger Woods cheered for him, and those who didn't like him kind of treated him as a villain. And so, I think Bryson might be that next guy. What do you? I mean, what are your thoughts about that? Well, I, I think he's doing some great things across different platforms in golf, especially on the forefront for the business that I'm in now with the speed trainer. He played, he, he participated in the world long drive and made it to, I think the round of eight. So, which is pretty impressive. You know, he went right from the Ryder cup to the world long drive event. And you know, as well as I do swinging as hard as possible like you, we talk about the scramble swing that doesn't really help us when it comes to golf. So he goes to the Ryder cup has to get his scramble swing ready and makes it to the final eight of some of the longest drives in the drivers in the world that has helped the, uh, the golf, especially on that side. So I think, as you mentioned with Phil on the senior circuit and the champions tour, spreading it out like that is, is great. And you got, uh, the Cordas and, and, and ladies golf is, yes. is super strong right now. So I think you've got, yeah. And, and tiger, if he comes back, it's, it's going to give it a little shot in the arm too. So I think golf just as a whole, we're doing a lot better job marketing these other avenues of golf, not just the PGA tour. Yeah. And throw top golf in there too. Cause that's also getting the casual golfer that we maybe didn't capture in the past. So Scott, you're going to carry us during the apology segment here. Uh, you had a chance to listen back, and I'm sure you got a couple for me. And so I would, I'd appreciate if you'd thrown in. I'm willing to apologize for some of my mistakes. I just don't <laughs> always know when they are. Uh, I did, I did get talked to by a volleyball referee uh, for yelling too loudly during one of the matches. So that's not really to our crowd here, but uh, I, I recognize that I made a mistake there and was a little too vocal about something. And so um, I make mistakes, and I'm hoping you're going to point them out for me. Yeah, it's, I think I will reiterate your apology from last portion where, sorry that it's taken so long. We didn't even get to do Ryder Cup picks. September was so busy. We, that's, that's one of our favorite parts of the show. I would have picked the Europeans. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was leaning that way as well. Just going in, I'm like, there's so much turmoil with the personalities. Yes. They, they've got the old guard. And here, we would have been completely wrong. We couldn't have been further from what actually happened. So, uh, we apologize that- to the American team for doubting them because I told many people here, I believe Europe is a team. I believe USA is a group of individuals. Yeah, and I would totally agree. We doubt it. Let's apologize to them and, and hats off to them. Uh, my other apology is we did run a little long last time, so we'll try to shorten it up. But I thought there was a lot of great discussion. I listened to it, and I was I was laughing out loud at that really? episode. Yeah, just Because we said and, stupid things? Well, no, just thinking about you at Wilderness and going back there and coming full circle and that whole story and, and just uh, – it's it's just uh, just to think about uh, there's there's a lot of uh, it was it was good a great discussion and I mean a lot to talk about uh, so we'll we'll just do a better job of of trying to get these on a regular basis and uh, yeah let's jump right into it because we got a lot to cover again two right, months is a lot 
Yeah, you're right. So let's bring Kaylee in here. She's going to update us on our state of the section. Kaylee, uh, end of the year, um, are you able, before you get into the state of the section, are you able to exhale a little bit here? Are you able <laughs> yes. to kind of decompress or are you guys jumping into 2022? Yeah, I mean, we're definitely excited about some ideas that we have for 2022, but it was a great season. I mean, we accomplished all of our tournaments. I think they went really well all season in the tournament atmosphere and in the junior golf space. So it was a really good summer for sure. Well, good. And now, again, we we think of you guys often. We worry about burnout at times, and we worry about the fact that uh, we hope you can sustain that energy because it is a it's a lot into five months. Um, you know, when you think about it from, from event, I know there's more in the planning, but the actual doing is kind of a five month, give or take, uh, deal. So we appreciate what you guys do. If you aren't told that already, uh, and, and Scott, can I speak for you on that or no? Yes, no, it, no, absolutely. Okay. I, I, I think I would, unlike you, I was in person at the fall meeting. And I think I told Kaylee and tone and the entire staff, thank you about 15 times. So I'll say it again. I think it's been a great year. It's been stressful. It's been busy. All of that is really, really good, but it, it, it takes a toll. And so I hope, uh, I hope you guys, uh, Tone's already been to Vegas. I hope Kaylee's got her <laughs> vacation scheduled sometime soon. Yeah, something, hopefully. Oh, she doesn't. That's okay. <laughs> you know what you need to do, Kaylee? Go to the airport and just say, <laughs> just pick a flight. Pick me something. <laughs> yeah, I should soon, but Try that. I mean, I, right, I have had fun section. days. Yeah. Throw it at us, Kaylee. What do you got? So we just recently announced our award winners for the 2021 season. And we're so, so, so excited to announce who these individuals are who won special awards. Um, so just to start with the assistant professional of the year, our winner is Thad Bloberger. So can we, Greg and I are going to get interject after each award winner and give our thoughts on it. Yeah. Uh, Thad's been at Midland for God, a long time, right, Greg? Oh, for forever. I just chatted with him when we had our tournament out there and, you know, he works down in, uh, down in Texas too. And that, that guy deserves it. He's been a loyal, you know, we, we see sometimes of that where they're just very loyal to the club they're at, but that has been very loyal to Midland and to our, our president, Ryan Hanford. And uh, he deserves this. It's very, very deserving. Yeah. Yeah. They, cool. they make a great team. Awesome. Our Steve Widener award winner is Hollis Kavner. So uh, Hollis, obviously Minnesota golf, kind of the Minnesota golf ambassador on the, on the big, uh, big stage with the champions tour for years. And now the three M so very deserving there. Yeah. I don't know Hollis on a personal level, but what is the uh, Scotty? What's the background of the Widener again? What's the kind of the Steve, Steve Widener was a PGA professional and it's all about like uh going above and beyond and growing, growing the game. Um, my, my good friend, Kirk Reiners, who runs uh, the Heritage Links Pro-Am, was the Steve Widener Award winner last year. And I mean, what Kirk's done with junior golf in Lakeville and what Hollis has done for golf in Minnesota, they, they're on two different scales, but both well-deserving of that award. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of our facility promoters in the resort area, Tim Johnson is the winner for this year. Johnson. All right. Timmy. I love that guy. Good for him. I did not even know. I, 
Uh, I, again, I didn't hear all these because I was in another meeting for the county on Monday. And it's a long story on that one. I won't get to it. But uh, Tim, uh, Tim's been at Craigans for, well, this is his second stint at Craigans um, because he went to Grandview for a little bit and back. But um, Tim is always so accommodating to my AMs when we come up there for the Pro-Am. They've done a great job. And now they got that uh, Canadian Tour event coming up and uh, brand new golf course too, Scotty. So your thoughts on Timmy, our buddy. Yeah, they got a lot going on at Craigans with the renovation, the new the new holes, the CRMC. Uh, yeah, he, it's uh, a promotion is going to be at the forefront for Craigans right now and for years to come. So uh, well deserving of Tim. I, I got one more thing to add here about Tim um, that nobody, I don't think many people know. Tim has done an amazing job with the women at Craigans. They have possibly the best women's league in that area and a following and i know his wife is a big proponent of this as well and she does a great job with that but craigans whatever tim did he figured it out with those ladies because they right kaylee i don't yeah know if yeah this, but it, it can't go on because i've always said that's the next boom in golf is when the women embrace this even further there's a whole nother market for ladies golf out there that that could be coming so tim's done a great job with that agreed in terms of private golf courses, Chris Weinhold won this year. Chris Weinhold's at the TPCG. Uh, just became uh, GM. He followed uh, Alan Cull as, as the GM. Obviously, TPC's had a ton going on with the tour event. And uh, I mean, the changes and everything. And Chris has been there a long time, too. So well-deserving there. Yeah, uh, I just uh, chatted with Chris probably whew, month and a month and a half ago. We went out there and played, and uh, Chris. Oh, thanks for the mind. invite. Uh, no, actually, it was Chris Sauer who invited me. You weren't even on the radar. Oh, yeah, okay. I, yeah, it was me and Todd Bergeth, the guy that I do the Todd and Friends show, and we yep. played against Chris Sauer and one of his members. And uh, yeah, Chris does an unbelievable job there, and uh, well deserved for him. So a drum roll for our facility promoter of public golf courses, our very own Mr. Greg Snow. Scotty, my first ever award. Uh, I feel honored and I thank you guys and the nominating committee. And, the, you know, uh, when Phil gave me the call, there's a backstory to this too, as you know, Scotty, because I told you. Uh, but I want to just thank everybody and my club. Oh my goodness, the freedom and the flexibility that they give me. Um, it, this is quite the honor and I'm looking forward to December. It, it's very well deserved you never wanted at rutgers no i didn't uh you and i i think chatted about that um yeah i would have maybe been one of the few guys to win in resort and in public and again we're we're kind of a semi-private here we do invite the public and i uh, i said even to the nominating committee i'm kind of in a weird you know little area so i think public is probably where i fit but that's what i love about my club is that we've become very inclusive and i think that's a good testament to golf that uh we used to have a very snobbish mentality here and i think that's changed a lot and i think many of my members would agree that yeah we we kind of used to be more of a we don't want you here and now it's a hey it's nice when we have others here so um yeah i thank you yeah thank congratulations you. So would you say now that we're tied on the awards because I've got one facility promoter award what, and you what category do? did you get it in? Public. You were public because you're but, somewhere at Waska. 
Minnewaska is not really public. It's semi-private, the same as you. Yeah. But um, I, 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 this is, this is the quote and I'm going to stick to it is a lot of people would not know where Olivia golf club is if it wasn't for you. So if that doesn't say what promotion is, I don't know what does. Thank you, Scotty. Appreciate it. I, uh, I won't be tooting my own horn here. I, I, I really do appreciate it. Yep. Awesome. So next on our well, list with the Patriot award goes to Ross Leary. So Ross uh, was an assistant of mine and he moved back up North where he's got roots and he's done a lot to grow the game on the junior side, the uh, having a hope chapter. And so, I, I mean, I was obviously on, on this, some of these discussions and yeah, Ross very well deserved of, of what he's doing up North. Scott, what course is Ross at again? Yeah, it's, it's, huh. I think it's like Hibbing. Okay. Yeah. We're heading up that way. Maybe we could stop on the way up. There you go. We got to go through Hibbing to get to the wilderness. No, it's Roseau. I think he's at Roseau. Oh, he's on the other side of the state. Yes. Well, you'll look that up while we're talking. Well, while, while Kaylee gives us the next one, but congratulations <laughs> to Ross. Yes. Next on the list, the Bill Strasbaugh Award goes to Steve Fessler. Boy, so, Steve has been a, I'm starting, Scotty. Shut yeah. your mouth. Uh, Steve has been a mentor. I'm sorry. Steve's <laughs> been kind of a mentor of mine. Um, he was the one who first talked to me about getting on the board uh, for the Minnesota PGA. And uh, obviously, I don't know many people. I'm sure the, the, our audience knows what Steve has gone through. Steve gave me the Cliff Notes version uh, with his eye. And uh, it just started with topping a golf ball. And uh, now he only has one eye and the things that he's gone through. But um, Fess has been the biggest promoter that, I, that I've been a part of for PGA professionals um, amongst our PGA professionals, if that makes sense. Just for me in my world, Steve has promoted the PGA guy more than anybody. So congratulations to him. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, the Strasbaugh Awards, one of the uh, biggest awards that anybody in the industry can get. And it just uh, personally displays outstanding integrity, character, and leadership through com a commitment to mentoring and making significant impacts on the career of PGA professionals. I didn't even know that. Yeah. So... Yeah. Awesome. I, I mean, it uh, just your 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 story right there tells you exactly why Steve is deserving of this award. And he's obviously I mean, I think he was he was vice president on the board when I got on. You know, I think Peter Curvers was our president when I got on. So obviously being in the boardroom with Steve, getting to know Steve through tournament golf, just just a great individual and one of the nicest people in the business. I don't know if I've ever seen Steve upset. He didn't even have a bad day when I was talking about what he's gone through. I mean, it's just amazing yeah, that that it, guy it, doesn't have any dark clouds hanging over him. If he does, he keeps it away from us. Yeah, it's it's pretty incredible. And it's, uh, I mean, he would, he, he, he's well deserved of this award. And it, it's, I, I think it's, it's a great time that he is a recipient of it. Mm -hmm. Agreed. So the next award for professional development this year goes to Chandler Withington. Chandler. Howdy, go for it. Chandler. Yeah. 
So Chandler sat with sat by me at the the fall meeting. Obviously, Chandler is uh, making a little bit of a a, a career change. Uh, stepped down at uh, Hazel Team National, and he's he has not. Um, that has not been. He's he's trying to help us PGA professionals get the old work life balance. That's uh, we heard that a lot on Monday. And but Chandler on professional development, he's been the head of our education committee for the last two years while being on our board of directors, gotten some great educational opportunities. Uh, I think really is, and we've talked about it, you've been in the boardroom forever, Greg, about getting good education. I think he's done a great job and kind of raised the bar for whoever's next behind him on that education committee. Yeah, I think Chandler really wanted this role and he embraced it. And um, I call him your pros pro. Um, he's kind of, a, he's a young, youngish guy with the old school um, professional way to handle things. Opposite of you and me, Scotty, and way opposite of me. You know, I'm kind of, what's the word we use for me? Recluse. I'm a recluse. That's right. Uh, Chandler would not go in that category as a recluse, would he? But the thing I appreciate about Chandler is he knows in the boardroom, he thinks a lot differently in a good way. You know, he brings up points that it's like, ooh, didn't see it that way. And so from a professional development and education, uh, I think he's done a lot in those categories. And uh, we're going to miss him for sure. Um, you know, he came to us seven years ago. Oh, I think even more. Is it really? Yeah. Well, think about uh, the, the the Ryder Cup was in 2016. That was five years ago. He's been there. I bet you he's been there 10 years. Do you think I see? I tried to timeline everything. And when I came to Olivia, which was 2011, and I thought it was after I came here, but maybe maybe not. Well, anyways, good luck to Chandler down the road. Very deserving. And um, I know he's always been supportive of you guys, Kaylee, and the staff. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, obviously with what he's gone through with, with this job change, I don't think it was – boy, I'm going to walk on eggshells now because I was going to make fun of you, Scotty, for walking on eggshells. But I don't think it was totally planned, if that's the right, right way to say it. I, I think he would still be a golf professional today if it was totally up to him. Did I say that right, Scotty? Can you, can you, can you clean that up for me a little bit? Uh. I think that he's made the same decision similar to what I did. And yeah, uh, at the end of the go. day, uh, Chandler started in 2013. Tom ah, Polito with go. the fat check. Eight so, years. Nice work. So uh, I, I, I think that Chandler just reprioritized his time and wanted to put family first. And I appreciate that. He's got kids, uh, you know, and that's the reason I made the decision I did. I don't know if he'll, I don't know that he'll be a golf or a head professional again, but I wouldn't rule out that he'll stay in golf in some capacity. Well, Chandler, if you do this right, you can end up with a lake home in Alexandria. <laughs> if you just do it right. <laughs> Kaylee, the shoreline this guy, the shoreline this guy has is priceless. It sounds like we need to do a podcast up there. Ah, uh, hey, yes! visits are always welcome. <laughs> yes, he has a nice deck. That would be a lot of fun. There we go. Awesome. All right, who else we got, Kaylee? Youth development winner is Charlie Levis. Charlie! So, yep. 
So Charlie's at Rush Creek, where they have a massive junior golf program, so massive that probably six, seven years ago, they built a whole par three, nine holes to accommodate all of it, it all everything they've got going on. So Charlie heads that up. Uh, yeah, it's just a great program and a testament to him. Good for Charlie. Uh, we don't get to see him in a lot of events, but when we do, everybody knows him and everybody oh, yeah. says hi to him. And it's, uh, I think he had ties to the Brainerd area somehow, some way. And that's how I got to know him when I was up there. So congratulations, Charlie. That's awesome. And Rush Creek does a great job. You're right. Even with it, uh, with Aaron Jacobson and him and what they do for development of all golf and not, not just junior golf is great. So awesome. Mm-hmm. Brent Snyder is this year's player development award winner. Yeah. I, I, your buddy. Yeah, That's your boy, Scotty. A, a good friend of mine. And yeah, player development, just what he's done with, uh, with his academy is, is pretty crazy. Uh, we're very fortunate. Brent's one of a number, great number of great instructors in the section, but uh, his, his body of work, you could compare it with pretty much anybody across the u.s i mean i mean it's it's pretty crazy so is is this the new way of saying our teaching pro our teacher of the year or we still have one of those too we do still have okay. one of those we'll get there we'll, we'll get, get to there. that okay <laughs> i i couldn't remember how that all goes so again i i know that they kind of overlap and are kind of together but this player development thing has been more about retention you know a lot of us are in lessons we do lessons and then they go you know go play i i'm used to be one of those guys you know especially at a resort go play but player development is how do we retain that player and uh, i, I uh, applauds the brent i know he works hard over there he's still at uh, troy burn and um does a lot of things with this so that's awesome so we're gonna get to the teacher i'm sorry to jump ahead yeah, it's okay we're gonna jump to assistant player of the year and this year the award winner is austin equiton yeah i don't austin. know a lot about austin scotty but i know he's a good player yeah, so Austin was in Ohio prior to this. Not sure if it's Toledo or Cincinnati, but uh, yeah, a great assistant works for Dan Simpson, a, a former Bill Strasbaugh Award winner right there. Uh, Dan, great, great guy to work under. But Austin is a really good player. I talked with him a little bit when I was in the shop this, this summer at Minneapolis. And I think uh, he's, uh, we'll talk about this in a little bit, but he's going to the assistance national championship where I think he was uh, top 25 last year. So great player uh, way to come in first year, never seeing any of these golf courses and win the assistant player of the year. Definitely for our senior player of the year is Don Barry. No, you don't say who Don is that? Guy just the guy just isn't missing a beat. He's, I'm guessing that they uh, say this about Bernhard Longer. He's kind of our Bernhard Longer, except for Bernhard wasn't that great on the regular tour, and Don was awesome on our regular tour. So it's even past that. I mean, how many times is he senior player of the year, Scotty? You know this off the top of your head. Come well, uh, Don, I believe, turns 60 this year. No way. So it sent it, the, the 10 years he's been eligible to win senior player of the year. He's won it nine times. What year did he not? Let's talk about that. 2018 Dale Jones. Okay. 
was who who Don beat in the senior match play championship. Right. Yep, yep. Wow. Congratulations, Don. A frequent listener and watcher of our show. He used to was a guest at one time. We're gonna have to have him on again uh, now that he's turned the big six oh. So when's he, you, you know, he's kind of like the, our Tom Brady. Uh, when, when's the drop-off, Scotty? Uh, you know, I, I'm 71? never going to count Don. I'm never going to count Don out. He says I know. there's a chance he might be stepping back a little bit with tournament golf, but I know the type of competitor is he is. I know that that isn't going to happen. Right. All right. right, don't just don't worry about the phone behind. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, turn, hey, by the way, Tone Polito, great fact checking today. Don Barry turns 60 on February 6th. Coming up? Yes. Still 59. He's still young. <laughs> As I get older, I'm 46, turning 47 in about four weeks here. Um, you know, 60 just doesn't look that old anymore. No, no, you, Kaylee, especially you have no idea. Kaylee, you have no idea what I'm talking <laughs> Kaylee's about. Kaylee's like 21. I know your dad, I think, is older than me, but I, I, I don't know by how much. How old's your dad? Is he 52? Yeah, something like that. So That's just right. a couple of years. Yeah, it's not a lot. So, anyways, all right, who else we got? We got a ladies' our, player of the year. Yep, women's player of the year this year is Angie Oss. Yes, I think she's won it. What have we had this for four or five years now? This yeah, it's, it's been pretty new. And but Angie's won it how many times, Scotty? This is her fifth time winning it. Mm -hmm. So we've had it at least five years. But uh, congratulations. yeah, twenty fourteen was the first year. So yeah, hats off to Angie. Yes, She's a great she player. She continues to play at a high level, and when she gets it going, she gets it going. And uh, so congratulations to her. Um, was, no, we must have more because I, I said somebody who, teaching pro, <laughs> yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. So I don't want can, to jump ahead, Kaylee. No, it's okay. We can go to teacher of the year. And this year's winner is Al Strang. Oh, that's right. I saw that. Mm -hmm. That was a, um, who's his pro, Scotty? Help me. Henry Orm. Henry. Henry Orm put a post out about Al, Golden Valley Country Club. And uh, yes, I should have known all this. I got to pay attention better. Wait a minute. Hank has social media. No, I think Henry, it was on the Golden Valley. Golden Valley. Okay. Put it out. Yeah. yeah. Henry yeah. Arm, I don't think, is on social media. <laughs> but it looked like it was a statement from him. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So Al, Al's a phenomenal teacher. He's been at Golden Valley for as long. Remember, one of my good friends, Jesse Bull, who's a great amateur, is a member at Golden Valley, takes lessons from Al, as for years. Uh, Jesse's just one of one of a, a few play one of one players that 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 have the same story about Al. So well, um, Al deserves it big time. I don't know how good of a teacher Al is, but he's a good dude, and he's one of the good guys in our in our section in our association. So congratulations, Al. Yeah. So our men's player of the year this year is Jeff Sorensen. Player of the so year, Scotty Sorney. Yeah. How many times so, for him? Uh, this has got to be six. I'll, I'll let you know. Fact check that. I appreciate it. Tone will probably get it before you, but him and Don. Seven. Are still this is seven. Seven. 
So he's only um, he's only 10 behind Don, who's got 17, but Don's got the nine seniors, so technically Don's got 26. And I think Sorny is a couple years younger than me, 43, 44? Yeah, he's in between you and I. Okay, so he's got a chance. He's going to have to not age, you know, like, like some of us are, in order to catch Don. <laughs> it's going to be – well, not you. It's going to be – no, no, no. You you haven't aged a day. <laughs> You're still fitter than a drum. And I think that's also back to Don's point. Don still runs. He does all the things that you're supposed to do that some of us don't do. Yes. I don't know where Jeff falls in that because I see Jeff stretching all the time. Uh, I don't think he's stretching to run, though. Sorny could correct me on that. No, he's got the bands. He's got the That's foam right. roller. He does all the right things. And, you know, he goes down to Florida in the winters and, and sharpens his game a lot in the winter months. Yeah, he plays in a bunch of events. If you don't follow him on, uh, he's got a, a Facebook page. He, he plays in a lot of things down there and uh, that keeps him sharp. And so congratulations to Sorny, number seven. He, maybe his goal is 10. We should ask him sometime. Have we interviewed Jeff yet? We've had Jeff on. Remember, we had him at Redwood. At Redwood. Redwood and that that's day, right. did, was that the day that he ended up setting the course record? 62. 62, yeah. that's right. And he, uh, he was on 59 watch, Kaylee, at Redwood Golf Club. Yeah. He needed, to, he needed to hole out on his last hole, so he went for it and sailed it over the green and made bogey. So he still uh, set the course record. Yeah, he still set the course record. And the guys, when they it was a blind shot, and they were like, "Ooh, that looks good," you know, one of those. I'm Fun. so hot that this is ridiculous. Um, but then they were like, couldn't find it, and it was over the green. I, you know, when they did find it. So yeah, yeah. Congratulations to Jeff. Yes. Awesome. Yep. Our, is that it? One more. Our golf professional of the year. Yeah, the big one. Don't forget the about big this one. one. Goes to Peter Curvers. PK. Section president when I came in, I believe. So uh, he was at uh, Crow River at that time, and now he's at Duan. Duan in the cities. That's right. And uh, good man right there. He was uh, start, came from California out to Dakota Ridge, right down just south of me here, then went from there to Crow. And uh, he's a big uh, section guy, and he, loved gov he loves governance, and I went to a couple national meetings with him. And uh, so that's uh, that's my PK stuff. What do you got, Scott? What, wasn't there a great story of you playing catch with PK in Indianapolis? Yes, yes Indianapolis. So not me. Uh, Fessler, this is another good Fessler story. <laughs> Fessler somehow kept getting him to run routes. I mean, and he's in loafers. Uh, maybe no he's not a jeans guy so he no peter's i've pants. seen peter wear jeans once yeah and he had a button-up shirt and fessler kept saying hey run a skinny post here or run a quick out and curvers thought he was in high school this was in <laughs> in in lucas, lucas oil, oil. yeah 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 yep. so he's running all these routes and we're sitting there just laughing because he kept doing it over and over and over. That's our golf professional of the year, baby. Right there. Yep. Bill, the, the Bill Strasba Award winner throwing darts to our PGA professional of the year. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there's some fun stuff that happens on those. Uh, are you going, Scotty, to the one coming up here? Are you going to the I'm national? I'm not Party? going to Milwaukee. I'm not. Julie's got a it's too a bar. It well, yeah, it's too far. No, it's uh, Julie's work schedule does not allow. I'm going to tune in for the, some of the virtual stuff that I can, okay. 
I was I just went to my first district meeting a couple of weeks ago down in Iowa. So it it was a lot to do both right away. So well, that's our highest it's our highest honor that we give out. And Peter Curvers, congratulations and uh, well deserved. And I uh, hope you have a lot of family there as well that can celebrate on that awards night. So are you coming to that, Scotty? I would like you to be there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're going to be recognized, I'll be there. I, you know, I keep uh, trying to plug, you know, the podcast duo could host the awards. Banquet. We will someday. Maybe it's well, not they, appropriate. They, I, I think maybe you're too much of a recluse and I'm too you know much that. of a vagabond. No, you're you're a you're a more controlled recluse. Wouldn't you agree with that, Kaylee? Yeah, I mean, you are talking to hopefully somebody who has some influence over here over the awards banquet. So you're giving me some ideas. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, as you mentioned, right you know, Chandler Withington hosted it in the past, and you already said that he's a little bit uh, on a higher level than you and I. So they they for sure is. they'll pr they'll probably get somebody, you know, like a so Kaylee. So it's just what kind of tone you want. If you want it super professional, yeah. we aren't your guys. Not it. <laughs> but if you want them like hearing the stories about Fessler and Curvers throwing right. darts at Indianapolis. <laughs> so I also, just so you guys know, I'm working on two impressions of golf swings. I'm working on Chris Borgen and Jeff Sorensen. And I should have those dialed up <laughs> in the next year, year and a half, I would think. So I do a pretty good Arnold Palmer. I do a good Jason Duffner, but I wanted to do some local guys uh, with some impressions. And I actually am working on a Scott McDonald too, but he's pretty easy. Yeah, because it doesn't get very long. It's just like right. you take it here and go. But you got this little fadeaway move that that's un nobody else does it. So that's what well, I, I pick out people that nobody else does stuff. And like Jordan had a nice fadeaway move. Yeah, but that was basketball, but you do it in golf. And you're a really good player with it. That's the crazy thing. So, okay. Enough. Let's Haley, bring in Tom. Yes. Haley, got anything else for us? That's it for today. All right, let's bring in, let's bring in our uh, tournament director, Tone, Polito Tone. Um, you know, obviously, end of the year. Uh, I just mentioned it to Kaylee about decompress, and we're hoping that you're getting a little downtime. You were just in Vegas? I was a couple give weeks us, ago. Give <laughs> us the highs and the lows. Um, you can throw in dollar amounts if you want. <laughs> um, but I'd like to keep the other stuff off the uh, off the podcast if possible. So um, did you spend some time uh, gaming a little bit? Because Scotty and I are going in a couple weeks. Uh, it's been a little time gaming. I mean, got to do some. Where was your place that you stayed and, and uh, where was home for you? Uh, we were at the Caesars Resort. So classic high end for us. <laughs> I love Caesars. Perfect location. Yeah. Can you I kind ask of right there? We? What was that? Who can I ask who we is? Uh me and a couple of my friends. Nice. Also, so, you had some peer pressure to do some things that you shouldn't do, which is gamble. Yes. Uh, like I said, you guys can go find my money if you want to bring it back. Oh, you had a rough go, huh? You know, that place. Yeah, there's just uh yeah, just go there to have fun. Don't There's expect to win. There's a reason why they have fountain shooting things. <laughs> and they got to afford everything. There's a reason why the lights are on 24-7. There's a reason. So you went with a budget, right, Tone? And then yep. that was it, correct? Correct. Did not, did not go to the ATM. Just kept Scott, it. <laughs> take notes. Because I know that sometimes you get a little crazy. 
Well, no, I, I there's Scott. always a budget. Scott. <laughs> there's always a budget. Family. There's a reason I, I, I don't go to casinos that often or Vegas. I, I, I enjoy it. Um, how long were you there, Tone? There for four nights, which is too long. That's too long. Three nights is perfect. Four yeah. days, three nights is the perfect amount. And we're going for four nights, right, Greg? Uh, I do have the extra night, but I'm also bringing my wife, which none of you do. I will, I've told many of the people this tone, I won't go to Vegas without Mrs. Snow. And it's, uh, I had the one year I went, I had zero fun without her. And so none of these guys bring their wives because they don't view their marriages the same way. You know, they. <laughs> Julie's not a big gambler and I've been to Vegas with That's Julie the before. reason she should go. You should go to the shows. You should watch, walk the strip, plenty of restaurants to try some things. It doesn't watch have to fat be Elvis. Yes. You don't have to lose all your money. Tone, talk to us about some highlights of the season for you. Was there anything that stood out as, as like, man, it's cool to be here for this moment? You know, a section championship or uh, golf champions. I mean, again, we had some history made at golf champions, I think. Um, so, you know, just give us some of your highlights. Yeah, well, I mean, I think there's, you know, when you reflect on it, every season, there's always a lot of highlights. I mean, this year, I was glad to see that we added some new things, you know, to the schedule. Obviously we started at the kind of our major championship season with the twin cities open, um, kind of starting that event and continuing on, uh, for further years. Um, we had our women's match play championship. Um, we recognized our low woman professional, um, at the section championship and then obviously the CRMC points. So kind of when you look at those additions, you know, those are big highlights to me. And I mean, in addition to kind of just the actual events, um, all of our championships seem to always go down to the last few holes. There was a lot of excitement. There was a lot of, you know, good golf to watch. Um, you know, our tape mark, you know, Angus Flanagan winning that in his first pro debut. That was uh, the, not close. It, that one wasn't a close one, but, you know, in his <laughs> debut, <laughs> keeping that uh, U of M um, tradition alive, uh, the state open, obviously having a three-way playoff and kind of having that, you know, atmosphere at Chaska right off of 18. Um, the women's open came down to the last few holes and came down to 18 to see who would determine it between Betsy Kelly and Catherine Van Ergen. Um, section championship. We talked about that in the last podcast, how that just kept going back and forth. And, you know, Derek still had a chance in 18 to, to push a playoff. And then Greg, as you mentioned, uh, I think a great way to end the major championship season was uh, with Isabella McCauley winning at golf champions um, sticking in there for three days. Um, you know, Trey Fessler had a run, you know, the first few holes at the final round, uh, but she just stayed consistent and kept keeping it in play and making the putts when needed. And, you know, she pulled out the the victory and that was, uh, was, uh, was history in the making right there. Scott, any of those uh, stand out to you as well? Yeah. I mean, I played in a lot of them. Obviously, it was it was a great year. It was uh, I thought that yeah, the state open with just just the influx of young talented golfers and how many great high school and college kids were in the mix and how these kids just ripped up Chaska Town Course. Uh, you know, one of the old guys, I'd call him an old guy because he's my age, Ben Grieve, made it in the playoff. But uh, for the most part, it was young, young college and high school kids. So golf is in great hands on, from that perspective. Uh, and yeah, just to Isabella winning 
Uh, the golf champions is, is unprecedented first time, just a great player. I mean, she, she was up there in the mix for the junior PGA championship uh, this, this year. So, and she, she almost made the cut at the U S women's open. I think she missed it by one. Yeah. Uh, and at Catherine and her, it's, it's unbelievable how good these kids are at such a young age. Uh, we're lucky to have Isabella going to the U of M uh, which is, which is pretty awesome. And then, I, I mean, the biggest highlight to me was going into that last weekend with golf champions and the Luther tour championship, our player of the year race was wide open. Don Barry had a chance because he won the match play. He put himself right in the mix at 59 years old. Unbelievable. Jeff Sorensen was right there. You know, Brent Snyder, I think Jesse Nelson, I think Derek Stendhal, I think Eric Childs, everybody realistically had a chance. And that's the first time in probably, I don't three, five, six years where it's come down to the last event and hats off to Jeffy. I, I, I'll be the first to say it. And I said it before the section champion after the section championship, he didn't have a great year. And then he won the section championship. You did. Was low PGA pro at the golf champions, I believe. And then got enough points at the Luther tour championship to win his seventh player of the year. So remarkable finish. And, and we're not even mentioning Thomas Campbell who was ineligible to win player of the year because he was an associate for three fourths of the summer, right? He would have accumulated enough points to be player of the year, which look out for him. Obviously he didn't win assistance player of the year or PGA player of the year, but I'm here to tell you he's going to win some. I I would agree with that. So I want to give you guys just one tidbit too. If I'm a big promoter of women's golf, I've, I've said a lot on here. I tell, I, pump it up here at the golf club. My daughters are golfers. They're a section, you know, we've won our section many years or state champions. Uh, but there's a story about Isabella that I think everybody should hear about. If you need a reason to cheer for a gal, she was interviewed by a local radio I, I, or a local podcast or somebody. I'm not exactly sure who it was, but they asked her to interview and she, she was like, yeah, perfect. So she went on, did the interview day or two later, the guy who interviewed her and I can't remember who it was, got a handwritten letter from her saying, thank you for interviewing me. And I I saw it on Twitter and I'm like, no. And he goes, that's never happened for this high school girl to think of that. And that is not a parent saying, Hey, you should write them a letter. That isn't, that isn't. So this girl, if you can't cheer for her moving forward, something's wrong with you because She's going to be somebody that we can all cheer for. Hopefully she makes it on the LPGA. And whenever we click on that TV, we know her, you know, she's one of ours and that's always fun. So that's kind of my thoughts about uh, what happened at the end of the year. And I asked Tone a ton of questions of, Hey, where's she hitting it near Trey, you know, or this and that. And it's like, Oh, she was sometimes behind, you know, cause Trey's a bomber. You know, yeah, yep. she was behind. She just played great. And so I'm sure that pops into people's mind as well. She had these up tees. No, it, it didn't matter. Trey was bombing it by her and uh, she just won the event. So anyways, those are my two cents about kind of uh, uh, her and the 2021 year and uh, tone move us forward here. Uh, obviously now you flip the calendar a little bit. We're kind of on a fiscal deal. seems like we uh, move into November here and all of a sudden you got to start working on two zero two two. Um, give us some highlights that you've already got on the books and then maybe give us something where you need some help. 
I've always said us PGA pros, we got to be willing to help you out. And maybe we got to do some recruiting and get some people to give up their golf course to us for a day or two. Yeah, no, I mean, 2022, you know, I've been working on that schedule since even, you know, last year in 2020. So right. we're pretty far along with most of our events. Um, you know, we're still waiting on a few more confirmations for our fall events, like our fall scramble and facility team. Um, but I do update the website regularly um, on our future events tab to kind of go through that. I mean, a couple highlights, um, you know, one we booked earlier this year, um, almost I think it was confirmed in like the spring was Town and Country Club for the match play championship. Um, you know, we got the senior opens returning back to Keller, state opens at Bunker, um, the women's open at Rush Creek. Obviously, we've talked about on the podcast before the Wilderness at Fortune Bay is hosting the section championship. Um, assistance championship is going to be at Adina. And then the senior uh, PGA professional championship was just confirmed at Stillwater Country Club. Um, so we're getting them all locked in, ready to go. Uh, there are a couple more confirmations to go, but it should be hopefully within the next few weeks, all those major championships are, are done and uploaded online. Tone, do we have a site for the Twin Cities Open yet? There is a site that I can't discuss. It's still kind of in the process, but it seems really promising and I'm excited. Um, we're looking about at similar it. dates. It'll be a similar dates. Yeah. Kind of in that, that early middle May, middle May timeline. Um, but if it gets everything pushed through and uh, processed, I'm excited about where it's going to be. And I might've missed it. Do you have both or all three Luther's set? So, yeah. So, well, not a hundred, hundred percent, but Luther one is confirmed at Olympic Hills. That was just confirmed yesterday. I do right. have two conversations ongoing for Luther two and three. Um, that sound promising as well. You know, I'm told that I'll know in another week or so. So hopefully that, that goes through. Well, that's awesome. I, um, yeah, I, I'm sorry if I sounded like you weren't working on this before. I know it's always, I mean, I'm sure you're working on 2023 and maybe even 2024. We with got some people right now, some events out to 26 right now. Really? <laughs> it's, it's not Who, many. It's who's one booked in 2026. I can't say yet, but the state it's open. <laughs> I know the state Oak, open. Oak Ridge is booked in 23. Yep. Right for state open or section championship. I can't remember. State open called. 23. Um, okay. We got state open 24 at rush and then 25 and 26. I'm working on getting those confirmed. That's awesome. Scotty thoughts. No, I think uh, hats off the tone. I've been a big advocate for getting these calendars uh, booked out as soon as we can uh, for as far in advance as possible, because as you know, as an operator, Greg, if I come to you in, in May and say, Hey, I want to host an event in June, right? You, you've got so many dates, but if I ask you two years out, I got the pick of the litter. So that's where, uh, and, and we're doing, trying to do the same thing. I'm on the junior golf committee, the same thing. And I think last thing that that was pressed at the the section fall meeting that needs to be reiterated is if you can host please we're not asking you to host every year we're asking you to host an event either with our section events or junior golf events once every three or four years and if everybody does their rounds it's just going to help us help us grow our events instead of tone having to find 
a, a, a small window at, at a facility. So I think the hats off to you, Tone, for doing that. I think Slate looks great. Uh, I'm interested for that Twin Cities Open. That sounds uh, a little exciting. Uh, cup matches, although I probably won't even make the cup matches this year. Greg yeah, Snow's probably, probably got a better chance because of the head-to-head. Yeah, no, well, I'm, work, I'm working on that with with Doug and all that. I'm moving forward with that. So, okay. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. thank. Oh, thank you, Tone. Appreciate uh, all your work and everything you did. And uh, if you need another trip out to Vegas, let Scotty and I know. Uh, maybe we can, maybe we can work on that together. Yeah, maybe no, we sure. work on that Vegas pro am. We've had some discussion. Kaylee and I have had some discussion about doing something like that. I think with the right. Greg and I have the blueprint. If you want it, we can give it to you. Well, we got the team all lined up right here. So let's get, let's start talking. Okay. All right. We can call <laughs> it the club pro chatter program. There Sounds. we go. <laughs> this is the, this is the start. That's right. We're going to, yeah. Off air. We're going to discuss this. If I could Behind say closed door. one other thing, just kind of about a highlight um you know one i want to thank all the 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 facilities who did host this year you know our majors and our you know our state open qualifiers or you know our pats um you know it it is a lot that we have to book obviously for our junior events as well um so thank you to all them and then you know a big shout out to uh the team that i work with here at the section and obviously kaylee um our interns drew colin and megan for this year um all our other staff uh carla catherine uh, John and JD um, and Alan Cole as well. And the, and all our volunteers. Um, it was, you know, the highlight is just to work with all them every summer um, and looking forward to future years and continuing to uh, increase our team and uh, continuing to basically serve the members. So appreciate that. Thanks Stone. Well said, and we appreciate all you do for us. Scotty, let's move on to senior professional championship took place down in uh, Port St. Lucie, I believe. Yes, and, uh, last weekend. Yep. So, Scotty, run us through some of the highlights of what happened down there. Uh, yep, obviously, we had, are, uh, we had six individuals there. Let's see if I can remember them all. Don Barry. I have them written uh, down, so let's see if you can Don, get them. Okay, Don Barry. Correct. Eric Childs. Correct. Bill Israelson. That's right. Mike Barge. Correct. Tom Vizina. Yeah. And. Uh, Come on. Jeff Kringen. There you go. Nailed it. Spring Hill. I was going to give you a little yeah. hint, but then that would have done it up. So, uh, yeah. Maybe so, that's where, Hey, maybe that's where the twin cities open is. It's Spring Hill. Uh, you know, Brady Madsen, uh, one of my, you know, good player for Florida Gulf coast. He caddies out there. So maybe, you know, every time we've had an event at Spring Hill, I've had to miss it. So I've never played there. I shot my, my stroke average at Spring Hill, 86, one round. Scotty, run us through the results, what happened. I believe Chile had a good showing, but talk to us about what happened down there at the old uh, SPC. Yeah, uh, Port St. Lucie, it was uh, three three gentlemen made the cut, 36-hole uh, cut. Izzy on the number, Don Barry and Eric Childs. Izzy did not make the 54-hole cut. I think, what do they call that on the tour, the modified cut? Yep, that's yep. exactly right. So uh, Izzy did not make the modified cut. Don and uh, Chili did. Don had to move up top 35, make it to nationals. 
and Don just uh, he missed it. Uh, I think by 43rd? two shots. Was he? 43rd? He was tied for 46th. <laughs> and and I mean, he was at one over, still a, a solid showing by him. Obviously, with his standards, we know he's he's going to be upset. He loves qualifying for that senior PGA. And then uh, Chile, this is his first year. He turned 50 this year, turned 50, I think, in September. Was not eligible to win our senior section championship because he could play in it be, as a qualifier, but was not eligible to win it because he was not 50 at the time. Interesting. Say so that again. Would, Say that in so English this time. He, 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 listen, okay, listen to this. It is a qualifier for the national which they just played so you can try and qualify as long as you're 50 by the date of the first round of the senior pga so our section senior championship was in august chili's birthday i think it's in september so he's eligible to qualify but he would have been in a playoff with uh, tom vizina and don barry for the section senior but he couldn't <laughs> because he was 49 did he was he eligible to win prize money then or no, I think uh, I don't know. I don't. I'm that. That's I'm not for certain. We're gonna ask him about that. But again, I'm sure he was just. I'm guessing he was grateful just to have that opportunity. What a prize weird... money? Yes, no points from Tone Polito. Oh, there it is. Okay, prize money? Yes, points? No. Okay. So at so, 49, I'm a November birthday, so we're never gonna have to worry about that for me. Uh, I'm Scotty September. This is gonna happen for you. <laughs> what year? Give me the year. I, well, I just turned 40 this year, so not for till 2031. 20, yep. This is going to happen. Tone, write it down. Scotty's going to be one of those weird ones. I'm going to be done. My senior career will pretty much be over in 10 oh, years. Oh, stop it. I got a it's, good five-year run, I think. It's unbelievable. Like, this year, there were some individuals that played in that section senior championship. I go, how is Derek Stendhal 50? Yeah. How is Barrett Bow 50? Right. How is Eric Toffner 50? Barrett Bow is in all the assistant stuff with me. You know, <laughs> it's like some of these guys are old, Scott. I mean, we're just getting there, dude. Time well, just but, goes. But Chili, let's get back to Chili. First ever makes it through to the senior PGA, tied for 16th, four under. Great. I mean, he had one round over par. His third round, he shot 74. Other than that, it was 70, 69, 70. So just a great showing. And did they play both golf courses? I yes, believe they, they did, played, right? They played Ryder Wanamaker the first day, and then they played Wanamaker the last two days. That's right. And, uh, you know, Chile is, Chile is kind of uh, the opposite of the rule. He's getting better with age. I'd say in the last... 10 years he's gotten better each year would you not agree no 100 percent. and because distance was never a thing for him he'll be the first yeah. to tell you that so he's just cleaned up a lot of his ball striking and guy makes butts and all of a sudden he's at every event it's even one under four under you know a bad round for him's two over yes and that's you know i mean he'll tell you too about that, <laughs> that that's a bad you know so it's uh, yeah, that's that's awesome for him. And again, I suppose when most people turn 50, they feel like, hey, I, I got a I got a window here where I should be better than some of these 62, 63, you know, those those guys. And we see it on the senior lot. And so uh, I think Chile could make some runs here at uh, Don's nine, did you, no, eight. Eight. No, nine, nine, nine. <laughs> 
All right, so we got one last thing to talk about, and that's what's coming up, which is the Assistance Championship. Scotty, do you got the dates on that? The Assistance Championship tone can fill us in. It's usually, it might be next week or two weeks. Uh, but, uh, yeah, a pretty strong contingent. Uh, the Assistance Championship was a win song, my old stomping yep. grounds this year. And uh, let's see, Ryan Gallagher is going. He won it at Winsong. Uh, Jack Hemans, Julian Ramirez, and the assistant player of the year, Austin Eckleton, is also going. A couple of guys uh, opted out. I think Worley's wife is having a baby, so he can't be gone. Brady Swedberg's going to be hanging Christmas lights. Uh, are you sure it's not Jimenez? I thought I'm, we always... No, I'm pretty sure it's Hemans. Scott is right. Look at that. What's Scott right about? Scott it's, is right. It's Heman. It's, it's Heman. I love, I love having Tone send us in the chat. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Okay. Good for you, Scotty. I'm terrible with pronunciations, but I do football, and I just make them up, man. And I think yeah, it's just kind of, yeah. You know, we you're just like, have a, So they, November 11th through the 14th. Okay. Right? So that's Down at the before. PGA Golf Club. Just before that, you're uh, you're in Vegas with Janu. Yeah, well, and you're there too. Yeah, I got a little, I got a different version of it than you, but you're going to be there all three days for uh, for the uh, what do we call it? The it's not a pro scramble. It's it's just the the Vegas scramble. Yeah, it's just something that. So your first year, right? Yeah, yeah, mine too. I'm only going for two days. Scotty's going for all three. Scott, anything else that you need uh, to clean up before we sign off for our uh, end of October podcast? No, we'll uh, maybe we'll uh, see everybody at the awards dinner uh, celebrating your uh, well-deserved award. Congratulations. Thank you, buddy. Uh, that's, it's, it, it's, it's a very high honor, and I think you uh, there's not a better uh, person for it, so. Well, I, I appreciate that, and again, I I don't want to dive too much into that. Again, it'll be a it'll be a fun night. We'll uh, we'll enjoy that, and hopefully, maybe we can have a podcast after our Vegas trip. We can compare notes with Tone uh, as to some of the poor decisions that people make. Uh, I'm looking at you, baby. Uh, so, <laughs> well, and we can digest the assistance national championship. Correct. And let's try to get this once a month here. Yeah, we're going to try to add some content over the winter. We always uh, we try to do the golf show, and, uh, you know, Tone will help us out with that. We try to do that one on site because we have um, a Score North that helps us a little bit with that. So thank you to them. So anyways, uh, let's sign off for today on our Club Pro Chatter Season 4, Episode 8. Thanks to Tone. Thanks to Kaylee. Thanks to you, Scotty. I appreciate your commitment, and uh, I was the last one on today. Uh, nobody, you know, usually it's you, Scotty, so it was me today. I had some things going on. We are talking about a new tee box here at the Olivia golf club. So there you go. I'm excited about that because uh, this is needed to happen for, well, since I've moved here, uh, which was 10 years ago, but uh, I'm Greg snow. Thank you all for listening. Hope you all have a great day.